0: Injured in a car accident? We cap attorneys' fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, Lawyer Up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, Lawyer Up 904, Jacksonville. Attention! You. you. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime. Prime time. It's XL Prime Time. Featuring Joe C. Son of a gun. Matt Hayes. His balls are different in person. Mia O'Brien.
1: I don't know what they're doing.
0: And Leon Searcy. Bringing
2: you love, peace, and
1: soul. How you
3: like me now? Welcome in. A couple of days away. I should say a couple of nights away from your Jacksonville Jaguars under the lights at the bank. Take it on Tennessee. It's playoff week. Uh, it'll be back-to-back. Playoff weeks—you win this one, you win the division. Then you go in to that host role to begin Wild Card Weekend here in the city of Jacksonville. Welcome in, and I'm telling you what—I think you know this is a perfect Friday to let go of that (laughs) rebel yell, just get it going in Duval today. A A Thursday that feels like a Friday on a short work week, and then also. Stay closer to the postseason. The best
4: Rubio of all, actually. Yeah,
3: you get fired up. You get fired Pretty up. Good. I was trying to think if I was going to call it a Modelo Yellow, you know, something like that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm working on that, but uh, it just feels good. By the way, you can if always you want, with the sponsor. Always. If you want to, if you like, tomorrow we might do, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, the pop off line where you can just, you know, yell and and, and talk some trash against those Tennessee Titans. <laughs> we would love. Uh, to set that up tomorrow. We got all sorts of things cooking on the Superstation, including that big party uh, with the Fran show tomorrow afternoon at Strings. But we got so much to get into today uh, as we talk about the Jaguars. There is good news that came out about DeMar Hamlin, which was, you know, it's just I think anybody out there in NFL land is just waiting to hear something good and positive about DeMar. And Ian Rappaport was one of the first to put it out there that he was starting to respond a little bit, including – you know, gripping the hand of a family member, Leon, just you know a little bit. And honestly, when you think about what you have to go through to get back to where you can respond, breathing on your own, everything, any little teeny tiny sign is a huge bonus for that family. That's for well, sure. Well, yeah, that's
2: a, that's a huge relief for the family that he's responding, he's responsive. He, you know, um, he's he's grasping hands. It's uh, in some of his vital organs, are you are, know, are, are, are working. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the percentage of which he's uh using the machine to breathe I I guess that's reduced he's breathing a lot better on his own. Uh so that that's the, for for any for any relative of his. I mean that's outside for anybody. I mean the, the the nation as a whole you. When you see something as tragic that happened to him, I mean you're rooting for the guy, you're rooting for his family. Uh, so that's the key. That's the key that the kid is able to be responsive and uh and uh, it's not because this thing could have been taking a lot longer. I mean, this is a this is a quick turnover. I mean, right. Some people that go into like cardiac arrest, I mean, it takes weeks upon months and years Bro, before I mean, they are even responsive. You so. Know what the percentage of people surviving a massive heart attack is? Small, I take. Yeah, it's like
4: I read like again. I'm reading this online, WebMD. So gotcha. Take it from that. Like ten to fifteen percent. Wow. So that's yeah. That's serious. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Any
4: yeah. any any good
3: sign that you get right now? You have to feel a heck of a lot better as far as. Uh, This is from Rap Sheet. We'll just read it. Uh, DeMar Hamlin has been gripping the hands of those close to him. Another very positive sign. Uh, He opened his eyes last night and is responsive. Truly incredible. One thing that's very clear from speaking to those close to him, uh, they are uh, endlessly appreciative of all the support. And so that's all you're looking for. Just small signs that says the road to recovery has begun.
1: And his eyes were open reportedly as well, which is obviously huge. So he is alert. Um, and so, great to hear, and the Buffalo Bills will practice today for the first time since that Monday <clears throat> night game. You yeah. know,
2: I, I think this, what's interesting that a lot of people aren't talking about, yeah, it was very tragi- tragic what happened to this kid, and that more than likely he won't probably play football anymore. How is he going to be taken care of financially? Because yeah. um, his deal, his contract, is the NFL, I mean, because technically Six-round rookie. He was a six-round rookie. So, technically, the NFL – if he's got another deal on his deal, I mean, mm-hmm. technically that's, that's null and void if he can't play ball. Yeah. And a lot of the medical expenses that, that may linger mm-hmm. for him and his family, oh, um, yeah. they'll take care. Of, you see a lot of people don't understand. The NFL will take care of for a while. Mm-hmm. But this type of thing, you don't know how long. This kid is only, what, 24 years old? Yeah. This might go on for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30-some-odd years of, of medical assistance that he's not going to be getting from anywhere, and, and so a lot of people. I mean, they, I mean, I know that people said that the prayer, you know, praying and hoping for the best is right. absolutely the thing to do. Yeah. But when you look at this thing long term, and if it has a long term effect on this kid, the NFL is going to be two, three years and done. Yeah. Okay. I, that's I, just that's just the hard facts. And people are like, well, they're not going to take care of the rest of his life. No, mm-hmm. no, they're they're going to they're going to be influential for a couple of years and then they're going to cut them off. Right. And I'm 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 just more concerned about how this kid is going to be taken care of moving forward until 10, 15, 20 no, 30 years. No, I agree and now. I think the bills. If this may, thing has a long lasting yeah, effect upon.
3: The bills may have a fund that is set up for something like that. NFL may have a fund. I'm springing this on you, but do you have to have a certain amount of years of service to get your uh, well, uh, the, health well, well, coverage?
2: Yeah, it, here's the thing. He's only played what two years? He's yeah. not even vested, right. which means he doesn't he doesn't qualify for medical. He doesn't qualify for pension. Any of the 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 financial uh 401k mm-hmm. to all that he doesn't because because you got to get three years in to qualify yeah. to get vested for. And I'm sure the NFL, if they make if they make the if they change the rules for him, everybody else is gonna be like, hey, what about me? Yeah. I, I know this I know this was I know this was different, but I'm just saying. I'm just looking at this kid long term.
4: But if you're the Bills yeah. and you're the Bills owner, don't you just take care of it? Yeah, I would think so. I would yeah, think you, so. Yeah, you you would hope so. I mean all yeah. that cash you make on the media rights, don't you just take care
2: I, of hey, it? Hey, bro, I'm just I, listen. I'm I'm telling you from experience. The, oh, I know you. I know. That,
5: I know. Yeah. But you know. if you
3: set up like uh, you would hope that if they set up a fund or something <clears> like that, they're very, you know, cognizant of, of what this has done, uh, and if they do walk away from them, bad publicity could follow. Just take a look at what that GoFundMe page generated for the toy drive that right. he had. It was incredible, uh, and it came from all these different sides. And Bill's Mafia has done amazing things when it comes to, uh, you know, tossing out money uh, for charity. Look, all the Jaguar fans do it just just as strong. But yeah, that that you would feel someone is going to make sure that he is taken care of above and beyond what they got to you know face right now. That's for sure. Now we got the Jaguars
1: we got a lot of updates, by the way, on the Jaguars. We can do some that's if we want, JJ.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: So about a half hour ago, the Jaguars' official account revealed what many have been speculating, which is it sounds like, at the very least, the end zones of TIA Bankfield will be painted teal for Saturday's game, so that's so that's for starters. Uh, number two, our very own Lauren Brooks just uh, reported that don't be late getting into the bank. The first 60,000 fans through the gates will receive rally towels with the phrase, it was always the Jags.
3: Yeah, and I do expect uh, a trademark coming out of the uh, Dewey uh, uh, fold. Uh, Dewey will have that bad boy trademarked.
1: We do have a Dewey interview if you guys mm-hmm. want. We mm-hmm. do have yeah. that from yesterday from the locker room. Yeah. We have a bunch of those clips up on our social channels too.
3: Yeah, you can go check it out, 1010XL YouTube. We'll try and get some of that on our show as well uh, as we roll to a a, a – a quicker stop sign today as we got up until 2 o'clock today with our show and then on to the franchise show, and then you got uh, the coach's show uh, along with J.P. and Logs, as they will say hello to Doug Peterson. That will all be coming up later on today. Uh, and, and Doug has just got this team right now feeling it, uh, being fueled by success, uh, believing in, in all that. And heck, there were some great comments from Trevor just as far as ha- how he feels like the, the the road to this point has been longer than what maybe some people realize, but the growth on his uh, at the quarterback position and as a leader has been paramount for this football team. He has taken them uh, basically with that leadership role in a new direction. He and Dougie P are right now at the forefront. They're the poster boys, Matt, for just making sure that this football team is headed in the right direction, that that leadership quality that you have to have, that, quote, intangible little piece of how you, uh, uh, you put yourself together every single day and go out there and, and, and perform at a high level, n- <clears throat> no
4: mistaking what those two have done. I mean, we've laughed. First off, we've laughed at the healing, okay? Mm-hmm. We all laughed at the clown faces with Valky. With How do you not look? Leon and, and I were talking about this the other day. We were going looking at the, at the just at the stats alone, just stats alone. How do you not marvel at those three guys they picked up to mm-hmm. to basically put around Trevor Lawrence and, and make his life easier? Right. And they've done just, like, far and away more than what anyone could have expected. Like, you of all people,
3: you need yeah. to be. Yeah, yes, exactly. Just bowing and just basically yes. saying
4: – you know, like I was, yeah, because that's what it was. I, I will say this: yeah. it's, it's Doug Peterson and his staff have figured out a way to to use three guys that really none of them are number ones, mm-hmm. but he's gotten he's gotten elite production out of two. And almost three of them. Yeah, and he, that's just – that's phenomenal what he's done. Phenomenal. You go,
3: you go back to his stat sheet. And it helps. It helps to
4: have 16, obviously. Oh, my gosh, yes. Obviously. But you go
3: back to a stat sheet in Philly, and that's what it was. It was I by just, committee. I literally just pulled up the stats yeah, by so I them off. Yeah, it's exactly. just crazy because he did not ask any one individual to do everything. He asked a lot of guys to do a bunch. And and that, honestly, the beautiful thing about it is that it's tough for the other team to figure out who to defend, who to take away. Because of the options
1: that 2017 Eagles team, I want to <laughs> rattle off some of the mm-hmm. stats from their receivers and tight ends. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, 768 yards, eight touchdowns. Top guy. Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. 789 yards, nine touchdowns. Top guy. Zach Ertz, 824 yards, eight touchdowns. Yeah. Well, Trey I mean- Bur- Trey <laughs> Burton, 248 yards, five touchdowns. When did any of those five guys, four guys, excuse me, come mm-hmm. close to that sort of production other years in their careers? Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean,
4: here's another. Two- it's not just that for Balky. Look at the rest of them. Aluokan, mm-hmm. leads the NFL in tackle, a yeah, tackle and machine. Uh, Fadasaki, when he's playing, when he's mm-hmm. not hurt, he's playing really well. Yeah. Darius Williams, when they figured out finally that he needs to play outside, yeah. playing pretty well. Yeah. Effective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sean exactly. Jenkins playing pretty well.
3: Yeah. So it and You go right
4: us. down the line, yeah. man. You look at I'm serious, you look at this team and he's made some really uh, sure. He's made some really good moves not only this past year, but you can go back to the previous year. Mhm. Because those guys are starting to play now as well. Roy Robertson-Harris, last three four games, hmm. playing really well. Yeah, and was an affordable guy.
3: Yeah. All right, so all of that. We want to get into it. You guys can hit the text line. designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Definitely fire off uh, You know that feeling, that satisfaction of getting to this point uh, and, and getting ready for the Titans. The Titans still think they got a little something uh, for this team Saturday night. So we'll get into all that coming up on XL Primetime. <laughs>
0: saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL Brought to you by Wingstop
1: Abbreviated edition of XL Primetime on a Thursday as we'll be sending you to Jaguars programming coming up a little bit later. Jaguars happy hour, Doug Peterson show. Doug Peterson meeting with the media as we speak actually just wrapped up and then the Jaguars will be headed out onto the practice field which in case you missed it sounds like we'll have a teal tint to it either today or at least by Saturdays game. What I want to talk about in this second segment of a Thursday of XL primetime, boys. What we were discussing in our pre-show meeting, what JJ texted us this morning about, what the text line who who I swear a bunch of them are not in our group message, none of them are in our group message that we know of, and they also tweeted in this morning. I saw it from our guy the fuel man on the north side. He asked, "So when is Leon going to get his tattoo?" should the Jaguars beat the Titans and make it to the playoffs. Good
6: question.
3: We're looking at him. We're all looking at him. He's ready to go. I mean, one thing about uh, – you can call him 73 at the Miami uh, – in the, <laughs> <laughs> the Miami Hall of Famer, 72 right here in Duval.
2: He's ready. He's, He's got shyin'. a spot picked out on his arm. I'm already. a man of my word. I don't watch on bets, all right? I made this bet what? Uh, what, Two months week ago. Week three? Week three was between one. Three months ago then. I yeah. was drinking the Kool-Aid back then, you know, feeling good. You were really drinking Oh, I really was. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. But well, I'm going to get on the forearm. I think I'm going to go with the more current Jaguar logo. You, you, were you, to me to do, to you were telling me to do the old school Jaguar. I like would have said
4: the old school. And then I, I have him jumping through like the number 72, but you don't think that's fly. No, nah, I, I got to be fly. It got to be fly now, right. bro. I, I think know. you should just get a picture of this guy. It was always the Jags. Always. What if you did that? Yeah. <laughs> what if you, what if you did like a huge Jormitat? A huge Dewey tat on your back. God, please yes. Did you see my clip? with, with yeah. like Sons yeah, of Anarchy? Yo, like it was what always. What about the a Dewey Jax. tramp stamp? Yeah. What about a Dewey tramp stamp? What do you think about? It? <laughs> like a biker tat. Yeah. It was always like the, the like, Jax. like the Sons of Anarchy tat. Yeah. But it just oh, says yeah.
2: it was always the tat. Oh Jax. my no, god. No, someone. I'm not laughing.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my my uh, the video? Tacks. Some <laughs> other guy's
1: <laughs> face on your back. <laughs> the video version of my interview with the
6: beach. Take your shirt off. Got a dewy. The video
1: version of my interview with him yesterday. I'm like sitting in the corner of the media room, just like editing it, like cackling. And Mike D'Erraco's like, "Are you?" And I'm like, just watching this man, just cackling away. He's yeah. got his
6: Wyoming shirt on. Yep.
1: We'll play some of that interview a little bit later. Um, did I tell you guys what my mom texted me? She's going to get really mad because she's listening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at the Jets game. So my parents were in the stands. I was mm-hmm. obviously in the press box. And she texts me from, a, you know, I'm making my way because I did sp- – because the Jaguars had a two-score lead. I was like, all right, I feel good. I'm going to go spend the third quarter with my family watching the game in the stands. Yeah. And my mom texts me, and she goes, oh – you know, that wing nut? he's just so awesome. <laughs> and I said, who? And she yeah. goes, wingnut, nickname.
3: Yeah, new nickname. Go ahead and give it to him. By the way, so. one. One. we got, got
4: tap powers in the text liner right, uh, chiming in saying they'll do it for free. So. Oh, yeah, they're we'll ready. do for free?
3: They're ready. Yeah, yeah they're but ready. will you
4: pay us? Yeah, exactly. There's a little There's more. There's more to
2: it yeah. than that. Here's yeah. the thing. Can I smoke <laughs> a cigar where I'm getting my We got a lot of t- stuff
3: we can get for free around
2: here.
4: Hang on. That's right. This has got to be the key right here, Leon. What is it?
2: I've got to be able to smoke a cigar where I'm getting tattooed. Uh, okay, we can do that. Nobody's going to do, do
1: that. If no we, one's going
2: to no do that? No place is going to let you do that. If they you can't do it for a, me? I don't know, man. The big
6: Maybe family? outside. Yeah, but you may like, have to go if outside. I'll if you do own a tattoo travel parlor. Travel. It's all about, like, safety and health in there. Oh, please. And, like, well, yeah, I, I hate it. We listen, will be I've bringing
1: seen, video cameras. We will be bringing promotion to your tattoo parlor. So if you are interested, if you can accommodate the cigar, hit the text line, 641-1010. We're here for it. We're taking suggestions. Be
2: cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. I I've gotta, I gotta do something too. to take my mind off the pain. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: it's
6: not going
2: so y'all, y- y'all are singeing my skin. <laughs> yeah.
6: You've had like, you know, the worst football injuries. Right, bro, you've ever. had a needle go eight inches into your knee. You've Come had on, your, you know, tricep true. fall off. That's true. You know, you gonna gonna know like true. this is that was a very long time ago. You
3: know what I'm gonna give you? You've blocked it out of your memory, haven't
2: you?
4: With a straw. So oh. strong, you'll be all right. Okay. You blocked all those weekly knee drains out of your out of your memory. I, I have, I have.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt wants to talk about another tattoo as well. Which again, we'll keep you posted. Oh, if me. you have a tattoo parlor that in mind or a friend who owns one, you mm-hmm. want to hit us up. Mm-hmm. We would love to stop by when Leon gets his tattoo when the Jaguars demolish the Titans on Saturday night. Yep. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another tattoo that Matt wants to talk about. Is, isn't that right? Isn't that right, Matt? Isn't there another tattoo? Oh, right. That's
4: right. So, apparently, Juwan Taylor got a tattoo of a jag on his thigh. Mm-hmm. And it's a big one. It's a big... Like, it's a tat where you're like... And, and if you're wearing board shorts at the beach, you're right. going to see it. Whoa. Okay? And, so, my thing is this. You're not putting a tat on your thigh if you're getting ready to leave town of free agency. You know what? That right
3: there is is a nice sign right. coming from Juwan Taylor. Right? It, it really is. And, and I don't know whether uh uh Lloyd from Yellowstone said... You get a tattoo. You get to stick around. We'll give you another contract. I don't know whether yeah, he is said it? That I not. mean, unless <laughs> choice, though, whether yeah. he sticks around. I mean, yeah. unless he's
4: unless he's putting logos of all his teams all over his body. Yeah, like he might have a Gator on his calf and right. whatever his high school was. But he might, might be th- on his back.
3: Lloyd, uh, Lloyd from Yellowstone might have said, "Show me a sign." And he goes and he gets him a tattoo, and the next thing you know, he's gonna get tattoo. Are a you contract. committed, Juan? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna put I'll a tattoo on that to coach. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll put a, By a the tattoo way, speaking on that of, check with a
4: bunch of zeros and decimal points. Speaking of Lloyd from Yellowstone, who was just just got this time last year, was getting killed? Yeah, he was. Killed. Yeah, yeah. The whole clown thing, okay? Lloyd
1: from Yellowstone is Trent Balky for those yeah, who may yeah, be unfamiliar. Exactly. So
4: I wanted to do this and I wanted to let you guys listen to these. I'm gonna to say to these, these players, and at the end of it, you're gonna go, wait a second. This guy's actually not that bad. These, the last two free agent classes, okay? I'm not talking about draft picks. I'm talking about free agents. Mm -hmm. The last two, Shaq Griffin, Marvin Jones, Rayshawn Jenkins, Carlos Hyde, Roy Robinson-Harris, Jihad Ward, Chris Manhurts, Jamal Agnew, Brandon Scherf, Darius Williams, Foye Luakon, Fadasaki, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, Arden Key.
5: And, Mm.
4: you know, the other thing that... That's a pretty good group there, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I'm not giving you Man Hurts. Yeah. I'm not giving you Shaq Griffith. You don't have to give me Shaq. I, I understand okay, that. Shaq and I wouldn't take Carlos would Hyde take. I'm not Carlos giving you Hide Carlos Hyde Or
4: Ward.
3: Yeah, right, right yeah, now, Shaq, Shaq is a, the most expensive mistake. He is. That, that, but that's but what you look at the rest of those. He's not healthy those, right now. <laughs> those,
2: the rest of those guys are well, impact players. Hmm? Well, I mean, you wait. He's about, what, 85%? As Maybe a little less, 75%. 75%. But I can guarantee you
4: any franchise is going to take 70%, 75%. Oh, yeah, productivity
2: from your free agency. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's... It's a hit or miss just like the draft. Yeah. yeah it's absolutely hit or miss like the,
3: draft. the They're not all going to be top flight, all right? We know that. And the, and, and the thing is, is like if you were to take a Dewan Smoot, who comes back as uh, a, a tendered guy, and take Adam Gostis who was a late ad, right. uh, and then take, you know, Arden Key. Right, you, they're,
4: they're technically considered free agents. Right. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. They, they are. Smoot they was were, considered like, free agents. Adam yeah. Gostis was a late ad. Right. He was sitting out there and right. not knowing exactly where he was going to be. They added Arden Key before they brought Costas back. Agostas back. I'm almost positive right. of that. To go back and look at the timeline, but the bottom line is is that they he found places to uh, scrimp a little bit. Like Roy Robertson Harris was might maybe a little bit of a of a savings. Rayshawn he spent a little bit. Now he's getting the payoff from Rayshon Jenkins. Arden Key at also spot. Arden Key was a savings guy. Yeah, and so those types of guys, and, and, and heck, even hurts. Hurts, even though you're yeah. not going, you're not going to give him much. He's the inline blocker, a guy that can occasionally slip out and catch a ball. Not the most expensive cat, although I want, I'm looking at him right now. Eh, you know, it was a, it was he's making two or three million bucks right now, so he's definitely being paid well, a couple million. Uh, and then you well, got well, Dan Arnold too, that they at least made the move for. That was a transaction right, to bring right. him in.
2: You now here's here's the question you have to ask yourself. The the bargain feeders that you, you brought in here. Right. Not the big contract. Did they those are the ones you want to say they overachieved? That we got more money than all we All right, spent how many for. of these guys
4: overachieved you okay, think? Okay, give me all right. So you think Shaq clearly did not. Marvin Maybe. Jones, I think, way overachieved. I'll give you Marvin. Yes. Okay. Ray Jenkins is right about where he should be. Mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, and eh. Roy Robinson Harris in the last three or four games?
2: Oh, as of late, yes. Yeah, yeah as he's of late. Playing well. As and of at, late.
4: At the yes. end of last year, he flashed a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Jihad Ward was only one-year guy anyway, so he, mm-hmm. it didn't work anyway. So I'm with Joe. I think Mannert's blocking. I think that's important, especially the way they run the ball. So I think that's important. You, you may be a little out on that. So
2: Well, why don't we just change his number there? Mm-hmm. If and, he's and just hit the block.
4: Let's just <laughs> get, let, let's just All get
3: right, it. All right, hang on. Hang
4: on. Yeah. Jamal Agnew, way over
2: Yeah, I'll you you that, Yes. Uh,
4: Sheriff, right along the right line. Right along the line, yeah. Darius Williams, once he moved outside, right along the line. Mm-hmm. Aluokan, I think over.
3: Tackle machine, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah I think what he has over. done. Well, I mean,
2: he's, he's as advertised, so yeah. yeah we yeah. got All exactly. Right. what And he has as the has text line right. just brought right.
1: brought up to us, uh, Jamichael Hasty. Yeah, Don't I, that I, I was thinking of him too. Well. I'm yeah.
4: Yeah. To him too. All right. right now. Okay. So Faducasi, brought When healthy, when healthy, yeah, absolutely, man. Can we get him? Well, he's missed only what three games, two or three games. Yeah,
3: yeah, but but to follow the the texter, and I'm glad that they brought him up because. Jamichael Hasty made you forget about James Robinson for a sixth round I pick agree with that. So that's another huge over. A, a huge over of the season.
4: Right. So that's another huge over. Yeah. All right. Christian Kirk, huge over. Yeah. I know he got paid a lot.
3: Yeah. You, you can't say over with, with that type of cash. You don't think he's an over? <laughs> well. Uh, not with the time I mean, you Considering he what
2: he's done in his career? He's played no. to his potential. He's a yeah, two. that's it. He's not a one. No, he's not a one. He's a two. He
4: but played maybe they one. don't need but that right see, now. But the thing is, is I, I, look, I don't look at it money-wise. I know you guys do, and it's, it's probably the best way to look at it because it's a cap. Mm-hmm. But he's just getting what the market's going to bear. So you don't blame him. Well, he said the market.
2: He said the market. We overpaid, yeah. we overpaid yeah, yeah, for him. Yeah. But now everybody else
1: had to overpay, too. So now, in comparison to the rest of the market, I would say he's very much exceeding what he was paid.
4: All right. How about Evan Ingram?
5: One-year deal. Way, way, way
3: over. Way over. Yeah. And how then, about Zay
4: Jones? And then resign him. But
3: here's the problem. Hang on. How about Zay yeah, Jones? Oh, yeah. I love way him. Over. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Believe me. I, how I, about Arden Key? I, way I, over. Yeah. I, I've been high on the collective of this receiving core. I was high on Evan Ingram to begin with, hoping, thinking that he could be paired up with Doug Peterson and be a tight end that people are talking about again. And, and, and it's, it's coming out like that because the play call that Doug Peterson puts together is includes the tight end almost always. And so that that's where you got to give him credit.
1: And that's where again, with all due respect to Trent Balky, how much of this I mean obviously he brings them in, but how much of this is Doug getting it's the best Doug. out of players? It's
3: du- I mean uh, would these
1: players be having this same contribution to this football club if someone else was the head yeah, coach. I,
3: I might get Doug uh tattoo on me because I, I'm, I'm in love with Peterson, uh, honestly. As, you as do
4: call as, him Doug a lot, by yeah, the way. As, I think you might be a little bit in love yeah, with
3: him. As, as much as – and honestly, all right, how about this? How about this?
4: Did you ever call Spurrier Steve? steve I I don't think you yeah, did. I think no, you I called did. him Spurrier. Uh, I did. I, 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 ah! I, I, I just called him you ball love coach. I Doug, actually. just called him ball
3: coach. Good. But, you know, the thing is, is that I, I just love the effect that he's had. And the difference between this Doug and the old Doug, okay, remember – Instead of talking about throw, Mar- throw the
1: throw the man in the middle out. Yeah, Maroni
3: Bologna. Okay, that's what we were talking right. about back then. Let's
1: compare Doug's yeah. to Doug's, yeah. not to he who must not be named. Yeah,
3: and so you hope this one lasts, okay? Because that was a great run in '17, a great run. We were serving uh, bologna sandwiches out in front of 1010 with the Maroni Baloney. Really? Oh yeah,
4: that's pretty good. Yeah, our our, our, our friends, with or without me. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't I don't know how exactly how, but Dandy was right there. I mean, they were serving <laughs> Maroni Bologna sandwiches. Uh, and the drill was outside. They were all fired up. So, it, yeah, it's it's you hope this one lasts. That's for sure. All right. Uh, as we get to break, Leon, it's been suggested from Rick on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Hey, Leon, what do you think about getting an uh-oh tattoo?
4: Oh, man.
3: Y'all got to be. I yeah, have no today. problem with that. Oh, they they want
2: to keep her Yeah, JJ's got mm. an even better one. This yeah. guy. Uh, do hate my lyrical skills. <laughs> this guy says,
6: Sir should get the entire XL Primetime cast and crew from past and present on his back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, we're talking like.
1: Hacker. Hack. Yeah.
6: Yeah, we'd have to write a lot blue. of
5: stuff down. Yep.
1: The hell are Actually, yeah. forget it.
4: Just hack. Just get yeah. hack on your
1: back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not Wait, can we make this our poll question? And, and, yeah. and
4: across it could be, hey,
1: man. <laughs> I, I think, if, if
3: yeah. listen, if I'm nominating someone who's going to get a hacker tattoo, <laughs> I'm nominating Matt. Matt
1: Can we make this the poll question brought yeah. to you by Beaver, uh, Toya, or yeah. Beaver Toyota? Yeah, what uh-huh. should
3: Leon get for a tattoo?
6: Yeah, what should
1: Leon get for his – in honor of the – if the Jaguars – because, again, we, this is if they win yeah. Saturday yeah. and make the playoffs – what tattoo should Leon Cersei get?
3: Yeah, make suggestions, uh, gifs, picks, whatever you want. Picks, I'm suggestions, pick what I want. Whatever it's got to be fly, whatever it's it is. Be yeah. fly. You can do gifs or gifs. We don't care. It doesn't or matter. Or text or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, just make sure you hit us up on Twitter at 1010XL. I'll leave you guys with this before we hit our next break. Rick Ballou just tweeted. Actually, it was about two hours ago.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Score prediction Jaguars 31, Titans 14. Have a DD. Please drive home safe. Want to see you all back here next week for the playoffs. 14's a lot. All right, let's talk about that. Coming up next on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
0: The First Coast Honda Dealers Studio. We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
3: Having a big time, getting closer to the kickoff. Saturday night, you got all sorts of festive things going on around the city. Uh, that we've got to remind you about, including the Frangie Show, which will be on location tomorrow afternoon with a Jaguar pep rally, which is just going to be – I mean, it's going to include everything, including a chance to win club seat tickets to the game Saturday night. Now, this is at Strings, and it's right there in beautiful Springfield on Main Street, Uh, and the way that Scotty and them have set it up, uh, you got plenty of room, but they want to see you early and often – and ready to party uh, with the Jaguars kickoff party with the Frangie Show. T-shirts for the first 100 listeners that roll into strings. Club ticket giveaway uh, for the Jags game. Members of the Roar. Other special guests there and on the phone. It'll all be happening with the Frangie Show tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. So make sure you head on over there. Uh, One of the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosure said, "I I think Leon, this is from Santa John in Fleming Island, uh, Leon Cersei should get a cigar smoking Jaguar with, quote, always the Jags in the smoke vapors. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. I, can I also can't that.
6: confirm or deny that Frank Frangie will be getting a tattoo tomorrow <laughs> at the event.
4: <laughs> Go ahead and spread that one. Yeah. Go ahead and get that one I can. I can 1,000% <laughs> guarantee
3: that. you that's not <laughs> happening. Uh, Frangie, you know, from Orange County Chopper's fame, you know, yeah, right. yeah, right. He'll absolutely do that. So uh, we
6: did put the poll question out. All right, give it As always, us. brought to you by Beaver Toyota of St. Augustine. If the Jags make the playoffs, so I almost put win the Jags, but I decided not to.
5: Uh-huh. How if nice the of Jags you.
6: make the playoffs, are only on Cersei has promised to get a tattoo. What should he get? Um, it was always the Jags in script, just the Jags logo. We have a, a Titans hate logo, which is someone doing something inappropriate to the logo i'll just say that and then the Wingstop logo <laughs> yeah
4: of course i'm a lemon pepper you guy, didn't do the Heyman man course. logo hey man,
6: yeah. a Noah's of, hey, uh, man. hey man we got a couple hey of
1: Heymans and wing wing stop references on the text line as well hey for the tattoo references uh, yeah. a couple of you know folks now suggesting if you're gonna put the entire XL primetime cast past and present yeah or if you just want to put hacker uh they would like for you to adorn i'm a sausage guy oh. <laughs> or his balls are different in person.
3: Uh, tell, tell, uh, tell, tell us. I'm a sausage guy. T- his tell balls
4: us... are different in Sorry. person.
3: <laughs> tell us what was told to you about the idea of uh, that individual being tatted on you.
4: <laughs> Come on. I don't think he wants Come to. Come on, me. you got to say it. You...
2: He <laughs> yeah. can I'm not, bra- I'm not. first of all, I'm not putting another man on my body. Okay? Amen. Uh, Pac's not, not really another man. Another it's, man yeah. is not coming in my bedroom. That don't happen. <laughs> all right? So put two and Even two a together. Picture. Exactly. That's what you were the, told, right? Exactly. Oh, so beautiful. before
1: we hit the break, I gave you guys uh, Rick Ballew's score prediction of 31-14 Jaguars on Saturday. Uh, I see Mike from Arlington on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures with a 41-38 score prediction with Tennessee missing a last-second field goal to send it to OT. J.J.
6: Tennessee wouldn't score 38 points if they had four weeks. J.J., man. you
1: couldn't believe the thought of them scoring 14 points. Yeah,
6: that to me, two touchdowns by that offense seems a little rich. Yep. Even
1: with Josh Dobbs, he of more <laughs> yeah. than 200 passing yards against the Cowboys, J.J., and also for what it's worth, and I know several of our Nooners have brought this up to us on Twitter and on the text line, Traylon Burks suffered a groin injury during practice yesterday. And obviously, he did not play because he was in the concussion protocol when the Jaguars and Titans faced last time. listed
3: as limited yesterday in practice.
1: After being fully healthy over the weekend.
3: Yeah. And so, we'll see. And if you look at the Jags' uh, intro report, nothing major, but also a couple of them that are limited. And and Trevor with the toe, everything's been fine. uh, That's for sure. Uh, All right. Keep it rolling with the tat suggestions uh, as far as what you think Leon, ultimately, you get you can hit the Twitter poll at Tintin XL. Our Mandel has even put a Dougie P tattoo on my right cheekbone uh, because uh, he thinks that I might be able to do that. I'm not going to do that, but I am a Dougie fan. As a matter of fact. Let's do the 10-10 take right now, JJ.
0: Now, Joe 10-10 take, slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue, local pitmasters since 68.
3: you got Sonny's all over the first coast, and they are ready to serve you, especially when you're talking about delicious barbecue and you're thinking about the party. Make sure you get some good stuff from Sonny's. And so we just ran through all the free agents that Trent Baalke is responsible for because, let's face it, he's been the general manager last year and this year. And should be given some credit for the way this thing has come together. Draft, free agents, all of it. But you know what? The best free agent that has been brought into Duval, and Trent does get credit for this, is Doug Peterson. Okay? He is the best signing that Trent Balky has made. Now, the classic thing is, is it took him all the way around the NFL globe to get back to Doug Peterson. Doug was the first guy they interviewed, and then they interviewed 47 other candidates uh, and, and then came back to Doug. That's the best decision, leadership decision that Trent Baalke has made, and that is hiring Doug Peterson. That is the 10-10 take because, let's face it, he was a free agent. He was and was sitting out there. And it's crazy to think, I'm, I'm, I'm going back in my mind, there were only two or three, maybe maybe four other teams that interviewed Doug. That was it. Not no, everybody I thought, interviewed Doug. No, Minnesota. I thought everyone interviewed yeah. Doug. I was trying – yeah, I'm pretty much, going back in my mind. He
1: circumvented the map, I will okay, say. I mean, right. he definitely interviewed with New Orleans, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. He definitely yeah. interviewed with Denver, and they chose Nathaniel Hackett over him.
3: And Chicago. And Chicago. I'm just trying to remember these interviews that took place. He did not
1: because- – inter- no, I think he did interview with Minnesota as well. Mm-hmm. I'm. T- I, I'm pretty sure Doug interviewed for five to six jobs.
3: See Saints, he obviously
1: was available bears, earliest because he hadn't coached that year, and so he yeah. was able to start interviewing that first week, December 27th or whatever it was that they allowed for the early interview process. Mm-hmm. But at, at,
3: I just keep seeing Denver. And-
1: what were you thinking? What yeah. were you thinking, Denver?
3: I just keep seeing hired Saints, a gym counselor, bears, a camp counselor,
1: bonkers. gym teacher. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. No, they they got they have uh have problem still up there because they ran Nate Hackett out, but they have no idea what they're going to do following that. And you know what else? The Philadelphia Eagles made a pretty good hire after Doug Peterson left. They have they have they have been okay. Uh, Frank Reich has come out since being let go in Indianapolis and just talking a little bit about what went wrong. But if you look at that that tree of coaches, and this all kind of goes all the way back to Bill Walsh. As crazy as that sounds, but that tree goes all the way from him and then through others where Andy Reid was one of the guys that first got Doug Peterson rolling, and now Doug is here getting it done at Duval.
1: Let's get it back to Saturday's game. Let's get it back to the on the field, because obviously we know the Titans are banged up, although they may be the healthiest they've been all season long. But as 9831 on the text line brings up, while we make our predictions for a Jags win, let's not discount they still have Derrick Henry that can gash us and muck it up, To which I will say, I'm just curious, guys, When I look back at that December meeting between the Jaguars and the Titans, in my personal estimation in reviewing that game, what changed the course of that game was certainly, yes, the Shaq Quarterman hit on Derrick Henry that forced the fumble. But also, there were multiple drives where the Titans went three and out, and they didn't run Derrick Henry once. Mm -hmm. And that's what allowed the Jaguars to get up two to three scores. I do not envision a scenario where Mike Vrabel lets that happen again on Saturday. Even if he had allowed... Derek Henry to have a touch or two in those three and outs. How would that have maybe changed the complexity of the game, if at all?
3: I I think there have been times where he's shown patience in saying, (sighs) "This is our engine. This is the diesel. We're not going away from him," and it's paid off. You can go back to some of the games that they had where where Derek was was rolling, Uh, and in this one, yeah, he probably he he knows he probably abandoned ship way too early because this team had been gutted by the run. And when you go back and you look at what happened. It was as much as him abandoning the uh, abandoning the run as this team turning a major corner offensively. And I do think that I, I, Mike Vrabel doesn't seem prone to panic. He really doesn't. But in this case, you know, I think he lost a little bit that day coaching against Doug Peterson. Uh, uh, Coach Campbell will be in here a little bit later on, but I asked him on the Campbell and Joe podcast. Vrabel versus yeah. Peterson. You're talking about a defensive mind that learned from the best in yeah. Bill Belichick in the hoodie. And then Doug Peterson, who arguably learned from one of the best, and Andy Reid. And so there's going to be another chess match that's going to take place between these two guys, Leon, and you're going to figure well, out which well, one you know, can, can win out.
2: Well, I think the win. reason why Vrabel Ver- Ver- panicked is because, I mean, it had a lot to do with us. Mm-hmm. The turnovers, the sacks. Um, they got after Tanner. They got after him. They, they, they got after him. The three and outs, you know, the, the, the having to go for a third and long, and, and, and it, it, took, it took Derrick Henry out of the game. So I mean, I, listen. If that if that's the recipe for um, beating the Titans, then I expect Caldwell to do the same thing. Get after this team. You you got and that and that was with Tannehill. We always said that Tannehill would throw you one or two in some mm-hmm. particular game. You got Dobbs now, and that Dobbs has Dobbs has been in, the, in what he's been in the league. What again? A drink of coffee. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league. I'm like four or and five out. years yeah. now. I'm, I'm saying I'm back. Yeah. I'm saying back in the league. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's been yeah. back in the league. Whatever. Yeah. So listen, let's see what he got. Let's see how well he knows that playbook. I'm throwing the book. Hey, I'm. I'm bringing the hammer at them. Yeah. And they already they got a depleted offensive line. The left side is horrible. Left side of the offensive line is horrible. So that should be your attack zone. Mm-hmm. We said that before we played the Titans before. We said that if Josh Allen and those guys didn't get at least two sacks on that left side, then we'd have got issues. We got four sacks on them in the whole game. We right. disrupted them, more hits and all that kind of stuff. So And and that was at their house. Now we're going to be at the, our house, and they don't have to deal with crowd noise and solid count. That's a clear cut advantage to us when it comes to the pass rush. And getting are out they going
4: to have to deal with crowd noise? Do you expect the crowd? To... Oh, I expect fans. Oh, yeah. I expect, the
2: fans, right. I expect yeah. at least ninety-five percent Jaguar. Are you fans demanding it? Absolutely demanding it. If you want, you want this team to go to the next level, which is the playoffs and host a game. You, we need ninety-five to hundred percent Jaguar fans. Mm-hmm. Tell the, the Titans fans they can watch from the park a lot. Yeah, you're going to get some
3: mayonnaise licking uh, Titans fans that are going to come in here, but, yeah, but not as many.
2: Not as many. Yeah. You want a college atmosphere is what you want. Yeah, there you go. That I, right I there. understand
1: that, you know, Twitter is only a percentage of the fan base, but I don't know about you guys. Like, scrolling through the last few days, I've seen a couple that say, can we just cancel Thursday and Friday and go right to Saturday? Like, I mean, I feel that palpable energy, and that's why mm-hmm. even with my cautious optimism, I look at the fans that are coming in from the UK and from Montana. People have changed their flights once it got moved to a Saturday game to, to ensure – that they are at the bank early on Saturday, and that's where, dare I say, it's a twelfth man. Like that—that mm-hmm. that is where I say. I mean, this—this this is a can't lose situation. I understand. You know, statistically, you can't lose if you want to make the playoffs. But like, there's no way,
3: no, right? Yeah, well, they would <clears throat> be as big a part of this as, as anybody.
2: I mean, we talked about this earlier in the week. When has when was the last time <clears throat> a Jaguar regular season game meant this much?
3: They it's have to go very, back a
2: ways. got to go a long ways. Yeah.
3: That's why it's only rivaling right Especially now.
2: Especially during the last, the last game of the season yeah. as well, against a division rival. Now I, I, can't, I can't think of any.
3: You can go back to 17 against Seattle yep. in, in December, yep. and that was a huge, huge football game because it made a major statement that they weren't they weren't going to lose what they had built up for the first three months of the season. So that was major. But this one only – only comparison I think you can make is is the season finale in '96 mm-hmm. against the Atlanta Falcons, and it wasn't going the Jags' way in that game until Morton Anderson missed that kick.
1: And it wasn't a division
3: rival no, at the no, time. No,
2: that's no. why no, it wasn't. No, that's and why. And I can remember when I was on the sideline when Morton Anderson was lining up to kick a 31-yard field goal, I was already thinking Cabo. i was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was uh-huh. making vacation plans, bro. Uh-huh. Morton Anderson does not miss those field goals. Nope, nope. And he, when he lined up and slipped and missed it. Oh, my goodness.
3: Yep. I was on the sideline, too, and it just blew me away. It blew me away. I did not expect that.
2: Because that would have been the first time I had ever experienced, if it had happened, not making the playoffs. Because my four years in Pittsburgh, always in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So I figured that naturally it was going to – I come to Jacksonville, I was thinking, uh, maybe there might be some progression to our ultimate. But then I come to Jacksonville, make the playoffs every year. So that was kind of the birth of the Jaguars, that Atlanta game. You know what you could
3: call him? Leon the Lucky Charm. He came in here and, and, and got him going. All right, into the 1 o'clock hour is where we go. By the way, shout out uh, to Taylor Foote who put an incredible hype video together that everyone is loving on social media. Uh, back to what Mia was saying, just how people are fired up uh, for this game uh, Saturday night. And uh, we will have all sorts of buildup to it. Don't forget, Strings Brewery tomorrow afternoon with the Frangie Show right there on Main Street, String Sports Brewery, where you can go and be part of the Jaguars pep rally, including a chance to win Jaguar clubs.
0: We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
3: Having fun on a Thursday, getting close to the Jacks, kicking it off. Saturday night, big Pap rally tomorrow night with the Frangie Show, or tomorrow afternoon with the Frangie Show over at Strings and a chance to win club seats, which, by the way, is a hot, 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 hot ticket. That's for sure. As we get ready, uh, we talked about Teal. Teal in the end zones Saturday night, and there's going to be teal everywhere. I would imagine uh, with the fans turning out in mass, getting ready for this ball game. What are the keys? What's going to you know be the one thing that triggers it on the offense and on the defensive side? We'll probably have a uh, you know big part of our show tomorrow where you fans can get in on that and have a little bit of fun with it. But today, you know, we're having a little fun. Leon's tattoo has been the main topic. We got to get to a few other things uh, that we brought up in the first hour, including DeMar Hamlin showing some very positive signs coming back as he remains. Uh, In a hospital in Cincinnati, there's been nothing really of note that has been said by the National Football League as far as the resumption of that game. Uh, And they're throwing a lot
6: of stuff against the wall right now. Yeah, like I just saw one in my group chat that they're. This is um from Schefter. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Schefter just went on ESPN. Yeah. So he said
6: it? he believes the NFL will look to resume the Bengals versus Bills game, and that league is working towards either a potential neutral site AFC Championship game or one seed choosing between getting a bye or home field with two seed getting whatever not picked. Wait, wait, no, wait a, a second. Throwing crap it's wait the second. Wall you're a wall second. Right now,
4: you're not man. getting a new. No. What if this team makes a run? Yeah, no, and there's no happening. neutral site. And, no, and and this no, team no, has. A... Nothing and like do. a wild card's on the other side. No, is no, this, no, no, no,
3: Is this one of those where they got the back room and they're saying, let's just come out of here and say we're doing something? <laughs> is this basically trying to elect the speaker, which is coming up right now? Be- uh, I mean, there is a on. chance yeah, for this <laughs> team, which like, is like it, yeah. there is a
4: chance if there's a wild card on the other side that the AC championship game could be held here, right? Correct. Because they're division yeah. champs. You'd have to
3: have a lot a wild of wild card happen. on the other side, right?
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But point being. It could happen. Right,
3: yeah. And this team doesn't need to have anything to do. How about do. that for
4: your disrespect, Jags yeah. fans? Huh? Uh, they don't even think you're going to yeah. be anywhere near. There's
6: also one theory mm. that they're floating out think, there, Liam? which would be like they, the NFC starts their yeah. playoffs on time, but then the AFC, the wild, week of the wild happened. card, would play the Bengals mm-hmm. game. Bills-Bangos game. And Everybody then they else would, gets
1: a buy. Yeah. It
6: then they would. But I heard, because I was like, so what? One team in the Super Bowl gets a buy and the other and doesn't? Yeah. No, they would try to catch things back up. Just vacate so, I don't nope. know. JJ,
1: that first uh, report that you read, was that courtesy of at the comeback on Twitter? Because mm-hmm. the one that I'm seeing, yes. again, and this, yeah, it's the video from Schefter. So, again, yeah. this one says that the NFL would not resume the game. Neutral site. The one seed would get to choose between right. a buyer home field. Mm-hmm. Just
4: why don't why don't they just vacate it and say the records are what they are, and that's how we're gonna go.
1: Just go off win percentage. Yes. Duraco confirmed it with me yesterday during the COVID season in baseball. They went off of win yeah. percentage.
6: Yeah. And
1: it was fine. They took-
6: that would be fine unless the Bills and the Bengals have the exact same record. Then their win percentage is the well, then, how you go, much, up, then
4: you go on your the record thing. against the AFC. It's not that difficult. How, how much, I mean,
2: this, I know it varies from year thing. to year, but how much did the home field advantage play in the last year in the AFC? Titans
1: got beat.
5: Yeah, the Titans got beat.
2: Cincinnati got hot, yeah. and they went on the road to beat them all. Mm-hmm. But
5: oh, the other thing is, is that it'll, it'll yeah. be important to hey, this here's all right,
3: for Cincinnati's yeah. part in this franchise, this. <laughs> for Cincinnati's part in this, they are AFC North champs, but they can't be – the number one seed, unless they played that game, unless they completed that game, that's the only way they would have been able to get to the number one seed. But right, I get it. But Chiefs you know, and Bills still have equations. I, look, I'm all about it. Is not going to continue. Yeah. Uh, in other words, I had to rule on on a couple of things. You know, the judge, jury, and sentence are on on some matchsticks being passed out. And this game was not that's complete. What you're all
4: about right there. Yeah,
3: this game was not complete, and so yeah. I had to. Had to be old King Solomon and make a decision, and and I made a decision. That's just how it's going to go. And and you, uh, JJ and I were talking about uh, you know certain bets that were placed that have been basically taken off the board. It is not going to be completed. may or may
4: not have been your bets either. It may or may not have been,
3: but it's not, And I got hosed. I, I on a totally different s- subject, but
4: uh, you're not going to change everything you do for one game. I agree. Just I agree. Vacate it. Move forward. Like, here,
3: here's one indicator, and this was pointed out by Dan Graziano. He said, the fact that they moved the Bengals-Ravens game from 425 Sunday to a 1 o'clock kick tells you everything you need to know. It's not a division battle, and the Bengals are the champs, and they're moving on. Right. That, that's, and they can tell you that they might be considering mm. all these other things, but a standalone game and one team potentially having two weeks off and the other team not having a week or having only right. a week off – right?" No way. I say it's a dangerous sport. We should just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, and don't think those conversations aren't being put out there too. And look, as bad not, as you, not in that league office. Yeah, yeah, not, no, <laughs> yeah. No, no, not there. I mean, maybe like in I don't know, green. Yeah, they're Peace counting or gold bars like... up there. Can
6: really get Just make an appearance.
1: Yes. Just do one. That's all I want. Please. Well, well, what's funny, JJ, is I saw a tweet this morning too, and it actually was from Tab Ramos, another former U.S. men's national soccer team member calling for in light of the whole Berhalter versus Reina family, blackmailing, what have you, saga in U.S. soccer. He said that, you know, the president of the Federal- federation, Cindy Parlo Cohn, a former player as well, and then whoever the um, the director of the men's team is, neither have spoken Ernie on that. Stewart. Yeah. yeah, neither of them have spoken. He called them out, and suddenly they're both doing a Zoom this afternoon, which is still somehow better than Roger Goodell kicking the can and trotting out poor Troy Vincent yesterday mm-hmm. on a Zoom and mm-hmm. saying you have to figure this out and talk to all of them.
3: Uh, I, it is not a good look. Uh, I, I know that it can't happen right away. I know it doesn't have, have to happen because social media says it has to happen. Uh, and it doesn't need to happen well, every, I mean, every, every time you
1: hit a You're getting paid what as a they, commissioner to make decisions. Yeah,
2: yeah. What do they pay them $40 million a year right. for? Yeah, yeah let let him Take be, a stand. Have some stones. Yeah,
4: if, let him be the face and at least explain. I will say, but, to be, I mean, to be honest – you, you, you cannot be ruled by social media, okay? No. Uh, I saying got, that. You okay, literally well, got to well, take everything that's come out
6: and say, hey, we're still yeah. deciding. We yeah. haven't made a decision. And, and I think it, that's what they have done. And it, right? He it, hasn't done anything.
4: Right, I thought Troy it, Vincent did that. Right. Yeah. He exactly.
3: made
6: Troy Vincent go yeah. do yeah. it. His number two. Where's which Raj?
3: Is, which is okay. You, if yeah. you send out your lieutenant. Troy Vincent's going to be the
4: commissioner in two or three years anyway. Who cares? Yeah.
3: But that part is okay. At least someone has spoken. But the report that JJ just read from Schefter. That, let, let it come right out of, out of Roger Goddell's mouth.
2: Wait a minute, Troy Vincent's going to do what? He'll be, the, he'll be the commissioner
3: soon anyway. Doubt it.
2: He's worked for the players and they're going to work for the owners?
3: He ain't going to do that. No, he's on the
2: yeah, – mm. yeah. Wait and
6: see. Yeah,
1: Real quick, since we were talking it. about <laughs> uh,
2: –
6: Goddell will have that drop till he drops dead. <laughs>
1: since we were talking about uh, betting lines. shouldn't
6: use that <laughs> phrase right now. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean it like that.
1: Uh, the Bengals, Bengals, a seven-point <laughs> favorite over the Ravens in that one o'clock time slot. The Bills, of course, are taking on the Patriots. They are seven-point favorites. And then your Jacksonville Jaguars, six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Tennessee Titans, according to the good folks at bookie.
3: It has moved just just a tick, just a small amount. It was six, six-and-a-half, and and it started out at seven. So we'll see where it goes. But the the way this thing unfolds, at least for the here and now, the one, two, and three, when they settle that, It doesn't have anything to do with Duvall, at least for right now, but it does have to do with who they see in the postseason, and that does mean a heck of a lot. And by the way, we need to bring this up here in just a second. Lamar Jackson may not be long for Baltimore. There's some stuff that's up, uh, up there that they cannot quite figure out, and we'll give you the number of practices that he's missed and what may be being said up there about El Boogie. Uh, And you'd like to see... That would be a gigantic mistake. Well, uh, uh, one side may have made a decision that made the other side make a decision. I don't know. Let's get into that coming up. It's XL Primetime.
0: We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
1: We want to keep the positive vibes flowing. That's what we're here for. 12 to 3, 12 to 2 on Tuesdays, every day. XL Primetime, Monday to Friday. But we do have to address a bit of disappointing news in Duval County. Last night, the 15 finalists for the class of 2023, the modern class into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Those 15 finalists were announced. Fred Taylor once again left out of the party. As much as our guy, head coach Dave Campo, who's going to join us in just a little bit, just walked in and we're obviously happy for his guy, Darren Woodson of the Dallas Cowboys, a first-time finalist after over a decade as a semifinalist. Justice for Freddie T. Still not served.
3: I'm looking at, like, there was one tweet that, you know, basically said it all a little earlier. Just the fact that 10,000 yards with one team is not easy to do. And the productivity that he was able to crank out at that time of the way the game was being played. Yes, straight, that's the key. I'm looking straight at 72 yes. when I say that right now. I mean, he, he, we, we talk about Derrick Henry being an engine. He's one of the few engines right now uh, that's running a football team. Running backs were the engines back then, and Sir, he was one of the best. They all
4: knew he was coming, right? That's what it was. That's what the offense was.
2: Well, I mean, listen, Fred, Fred was – first of all, Yeah, he was the mainstay. Now, we were offense – Geared you, upon passing. You were balanced, yeah. We were balanced. We were balanced. We might maybe – we were 55-45, like we all right, as far because you, you got Jimmy and Keenan, so, you know, you've but got the be 28 was getting that ball. But 28 was getting the ball. Yeah. yeah he, he was getting 25, He was the tempo, tempo setter. Yeah. Uh, our ability to run the ball opened up avenues for Freddie and Jimmy and all the other kind of cats, whatever. But, I mean, but, but the thing about Fred is uh, he was a game wrecker. I yeah. mean, he was a game wrecker. I mean, you give him a, 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 a you give him a daylight, and then you're gonna get a cloud of dust. That, that's that's what he was. I mean, Fred could take a, 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 a just a normal like dive play, third and two, trying to get, and he'd take it sixty yards, or he'd take it eighty. He'll take. I mean, he was he that's definitely was a great was way a, to put it. Not he a game, was
4: not a game breaker,
3: game record. He
2: was a game yeah, record. Yeah, he like was. That. He 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 like would wreck games, but the way the, he carried the ball.
3: The best way I can phrase it, just as far as how important he was. <clears throat> Compared to what we're seeing now, this is why people need to pay attention about what the running back did in that time, is that the record for touchdown passes in this city was Mark Brunel in 20 touchdown passes. 20. 20. 20. <laughs> and Fred was the engine. That's how yeah. it all went. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't have him, you wouldn't even have the 20 touchdown passes. And it's just a shame that I he mean
4: next year largely being ignored. Yeah, everything continues to progress. The guy here may have twenty by like seven, game seven or game eight.
5: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
4: this, yeah, twenty. It was all about the run game, but it was a different so, league back then. So here's completely what, different
3: league. Here's what Fred did tweet out after finding out that sitting here with a smile on my face, thankful for everyone who has texted or tweeted their support for my run at Canton. I appreciate each of you, and let me remind you that God's timing is always sufficient. Uh, let us enjoy this day and the blessings it has provided. Uh, and look, I, I love that Class. It, that he did that, yep. but you know, it's 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 probably still a little salt in his yeah. he he it festers. I think it's fair to say, but I, I think he'll he'll get his due hopefully. And
1: I think part of it, and I I've said this ever since uh, a certain general manager uh, by the name of John Lynch got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame a few years ago. Do I think John Lynch is a Hall of Famer? Yes. Do I think he would have gotten in as quickly as he did if he was not the general manager of the San Francisco Forty ers and they were playing in a Super Bowl? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And so that is why. I believe there is reason to believe with the continu continued growth of the Pivot podcast and all the other media endeavors that Fred is involved in yeah. here with the Jaguars locally and the rise of the Jaguars as a franchise I would think that that would help the other the 15 finalists that were selected for the class of 2023 into the Pro Football Hall of Fame Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Albert Lewis, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, DeMarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. Three canes. Three canes and yeah. three, um, three selected in their first year of eligibility, that being Freeney, Revis, and Joe Thomas.
3: And I was looking over at Leon and just you know, showing him, you know, hey, we've had Willie Anderson on before, so we will definitely have to get him on. We had Darren Woodson on with Coach. Uh, going back a few weeks, a few weeks ago when the Cowboys were coming to town, but there are some shoe ins that are that are on this 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 list right now, mm-hmm. uh, including you know the island, Durell, you know Revis Island, and yeah, Revis Island, probably Joe it. Thomas and Joe Thomas,
2: yeah. Joe Thomas, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 and and it's it's hard to um and it's they threw out the number and let's at least make this a little bit of a, a funky fact because you have the answer as soon as we do this.
0: Time now for a funky fact. Get funky with Funky Buddha.
3: Delicious craft waiting for you in the cooler section of your local grocer. Find it with Funky Buddha. But they called it an unofficial record last night. Who has the record for the most consecutive snaps played? Who has the record for the most consecutive in the NFL? Yeah, most consecutive. Joe Thomas. Yeah, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that is he is the answer, and they showed it last night as he was uh, on the air. By the way, it was over ten thousand. Holy consecutive God. snaps
6: and just think he only had one win his entire career I, I, it's now, that's so an hard to believe,
3: believe. over 10,000 mm-hmm. that's an iron man and what how do you know how many snaps you 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 might have played or
2: um 11 years uh,
6: how many a snaps game? a game
2: how many probably? snaps a game? 60 right? probably 60 60 right. snaps a game as, as a rule yeah 60 how many games you average your career I, I played. I, I never got So 16 then every year. Yeah, 16 every yeah. year.
3: But here's here's the thing is that if you, if you did like 10,000 consecutive stats played and mm-hmm. then he went through the idea that he had 22 different quarterbacks and none of them really carried anything. Well, and he didn't mind throwing them under the bus last night. He really didn't. He's like, I'm not hesitating. I'm not backing off of this bad boy.
6: So you played in well, 126 games. By yep. the way, yeah, you probably okay. average about fifteen 1, playoff
5: sl- games playoff plays a game. Yeah, so you're mm-hmm. around
3: seventy five hundred snaps. That's pretty good.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm at zero. so, yeah. Yeah. so you're, you're damn so good. you're at
4: about you know seventy five hundred to eight thousand car crashes. Pretty That's much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty so much. The
3: other part of Joe Thomas, Leon, yeah. is that you know just you said well, you, know, you you. I, you I, I, you walked into the NFL, and you were on a competitive team. Yeah,
2: I revel at his, his consistency on yeah. bad teams. Yep. Yeah. The one thing that was always consistent about the Cleveland Browns was their left tackle, yeah. Joe Thomas. And he was – there's two – him, Baselli, and Ogden are probably the, the best setters, I mean, as far mm-hmm. as feet and hands go, as right. far as left – I mean, the, 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 their ability to transition from out of their stands – and to kick sliding mm-hmm. effortlessly. That, that's what, that's what, the, when I saw him, he mm-hmm. reminded me of, of Baselli at Dog. Yeah, because he it, was that more angular he was, guy. He was. And,
3: and to see him drop weight now, it's crazy how lean <clears throat> he is looking. Yeah. But not only did he have 22 different quarterbacks, he had nine offensive coordinators, six head coaches, and the kicker is two owners. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. That is just crazy. That's it? Just two owners? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, but. <laughs> And, and I, you know, it's just crazy to think that he had to just constantly go out there. You want to talk about being a professional? Just constantly go out there and put his best foot forward and make sure that whoever it was that was back there that was going to get you know, Tim Couch to whomever right. was going to get protected on that left side. It, it's just nuts. Well, he
2: was, <clears throat> he, he was kind of like Jacksonville. When, mm-hmm. when you get a guy like a Joe Thomas or Baselli, you put him over there at the left side and you turn your back and say, okay, mm-hmm. we got the next 10 years covered yeah that's what that's that's what joe thomas was that's he was the comfy. type of guy you put him over there you draft him high you put him at left you say, so okay we're good for a decade yeah
3: it, it, it's something else and, and honestly we'll, we'll roll through these finalists as we get closer and whatnot and get coaches take on on darren woodson maybe a couple of other guys but it's going to be hard to say no to a few of those guys as first timers and then we'll see you know we'll see where darren woodson went. there were out. no running backs went though
1: out. among those 15.
3: Uh, Let's see here. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you got receivers in Holt and Wayne who have been on this list for a while, and Andre Johnson's now going to catch a little bit of steam. The only other skill guy is going to be Devin Hester, and it's going to be in the return game if he's going to get into the hall. But, no, there aren't any other running backs. And you've got pass rushers in Jared Allen and DeMarcus Ware that you'll probably debate a little (laughs) bit as to who gets in there. Zach Thomas might also have. A good chance of getting in. So, JJ,
2: I'm going to ask you this question, JJ. Who gets in first, Andre Johnson or Reggie Wayne? Two kings.
3: I think Andre
6: Johnson was the better player, but I think Reggie Wayne won a Super Bowl. He played with Peyton. He played on those awesome teams. He'll probably get in first. But I think Andre Johnson was better.
3: Yeah, Andre Johnson was just a stud. Unfortunately,
6: I don't think Hester will get in. Yeah, you don't think ever, huh? I think because
3: uh, there's something to be said for, quote, Hall of Fame, and he was a Famous return That's guy. That's true. All in think his he, hands, he was electric. The Right, he changed
1: the position. He wh- he made it a weapon to have mm-hmm. an elite return I think he return is
3: one. I just
6: don't know if they're, like, putting specialists who's, in like right. Who's that. been the last
2: specialist to go in? Well, Ray Guy was
3: considered a, a specialist. Don Beebe didn't go in the Hall of Fame. Morton fan, Anderson. No. Okay. Right?
5: Would it be Morton uh, Anderson?
3: Just, yeah, because really, I can't really think of a like, – uh, uh, Billy White Shoes was one of the guys who originally got the return game going. And – You know, if you're just looking at skill uh, Hall Hall of Fame, because Devin Hester played multiple positions Mm -hmm. and was that do-everything cat on the field. Barely, though. Yeah, barely. You're right. You're right. He did not. He tried to move into that receiver He was never good enough to be a a regular receiver. A consistent, yeah, threat. And it's kind of like if you think about what happened.
1: Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. The only player that is listed in the Hall of Fame in their directory as mm -hmm. a kick return punt returner mm -hmm. is Deion Sanders. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so Dion, because he was a premier corner, yeah. and then he could—he right. was a Hall of Fame. At Billy Cambridge White and, shoes didn't go in the Hall. He's right? not in there. Wow! And, and, but White shoes was is, is largely given the credit as the guy who made special teams special, and, mm-hmm. and he was the guy who you know had the flash and dance and all that kind of stuff. But that's why I think it might be time to take a look at a specialist like that—that that was a sudden change playmaking juvie that just went out there and just electrified the crowd. So, and there
1: are four kickers. And one punter, by the way, for those guys—the
3: first foot uh, non-kicker to get get in. Logan Cook will be the next. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Uh, the the kickers: Mort,
1: Mort, George Blanda, Lou Groza, and then Jan's Jan
3: Stennerud. Yeah, Jan Jan Stenerud is in there. Yeah. All right, Big Searce, you Hall of Famer, Uh, you're going to have some pondering to do this (laughs) afternoon on that tattoo. Well, J.J., do you have any more suggestions real quick? before we Dude, the so out here?
6: many, but I'll just say the one that seems to be uh, the most. We uh-huh. have a lot of people On the that ball. would enjoy if you got a tattoo of Jackson DeVille wearing his Speedo.
3: <laughs> Speedo slash thong.
6: Yes. Well,
2: yeah. they got to do that to you? Man. I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't say I thought the thing is low. So, I, uh, all
3: right. Now, we have got many that have offered uh, up, and we'll see what we can create, but, uh, you know.
1: We got a couple tattoo shops calling. Yeah,
3: and, and you know, another have. one dropped by. Uh, we'll just say my man Vincent dropped by and is trying to uh, get his name in the hat. We'll see We'll see where it goes. No All right. All right, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. I Coach Campo comes rolling in here uh, as he will give us some thoughts uh, on what he thinks will happen Saturday night and what he thinks will be uh, Darren Woodson now being named It's one of the finalists, maybe making it a little closer to the hall. Now, let's wow you with
0: XL Primetimes head coach Dave Campo. Brought to you by Beaver Chevrolet. With wow pricing every day at BeaverChevrolet.com.
4: This magic moment.
3: Talk about magic. Talk about magic. What is coming? Saturday night, coach. Either, either the game Saturday night or that just that, that sound right there is making you
7: smoke. Well, both. Yeah. I mean, that's the <laughs> perfect song for where this team is and where this city is and where that stadium should be yeah. on Saturday evening.
4: I never thought of that.
3: Wow. Yeah, perfect. And it will be an electric, electric atmosphere. And this will fall under the heading of get there early and soak it up. Because if you go back to the last home game, the Buffalo game, and it, it, we keep – I need to remind myself this is not a playoff game. There's one more coming you if they the take care of business. If they take care of business, no, I'm just going back to the electric playoff, oh, playoff atmosphere. Yes, okay. You know, but yeah, heck, the comeback against uh, the cow. Anyway, the 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 whole idea is create that electric atmosphere. Well, I will tell you what, I'm
7: I'm I may even go as far as to join Mia mm-hmm. down at the uh, tailgate yeah. now. You're That early. That <laughs> early. That early, that
3: early oh
1: what? Yeah.
3: Five hours. That's oh, how excited speed. I am I for this like game. It.
1: Let's yeah. go. Okay. Well, hey, I'll tell you this, Coach Campo. Um, Frangie says he's going to come and do his segment on the kickoff show live at tailgaters. So you are more than welcome to swing by, and then we can just direct you in the direction of my good friends from the Bold City Brigade.
7: Yeah. Listen, all I need is uh, I want to be there to to feel it, not necessarily be on the radio. I just want to feel it.
3: Well, I, I think it. yeah, I think the atmosphere is real, and, and, and maybe sometimes you get so insulated from what, what, you know, what I mean, your job was to be a coach, okay? You, you didn't have time to necessarily get out there and party with the people, but that is such a huge part of the other, you know, the fans' day. Getting well, and the
7: same thing if you're watching it on TV or you're in the press box, mm-hmm. you know, the, the feel of the game you don't get, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I, this is a big day for this whole community, so uh, it's, it's going to be fun.
4: Yeah, it's, I, I, that's what I keep pointing to. This is what we talked about way earlier before the season even began, that it's the city that is for so long, you know, they're clearly attached to this. They're one and the same. And if you lose for so long, the city then becomes, you're dragged down with that. And there's been such an inferiority complex in this city. They need something like this. And that's why this place is on fire right
7: now. Yeah, and it's the same thing that, uh, you know, it's been proven that people are more productive at work on a monday yeah it's not you to this win. city right it's after all a cities win. around like that yeah you know yeah. Uh, and uh, but this is is just i mean when you consider the fact that they've only been uh won the won the division how many times
3: the division yeah,
7: yeah. just two right yeah, that's it right? right? that just twice. two that's uh, it you know and so you know that that in itself is huge
3: well and you also have to remind yourself if you go back over the time the AFC South was created in 2002. So how many times has this team won this division?
4: I, I can tell you this. When I was yeah, in. Uno. 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 Yeah, I'm, this holding, team up, I'm won. holding up the one for the Bombers. West Panthers. Division Uno. So okay. when I was in Orlando when they were in the finals, that city was wild. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. And, I mean, imagine if this, you know, it'll be like 2017 again. But I think the difference between 2017 and this year if this team makes a run is you clearly know where this team's headed. Yeah. That team was kind of like a one shot, you know, one of a one off. This mm-hmm. team with sixteen there, you know where they're headed.
7: Yeah. Look here, let me just do a little monologue here, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. First of all, in my heart, I believe from what I've seen of both teams, where they're both at, and all those things, matchups, everything, I'm going to be eating a BLT with a lot of mayonnaise on it <laughs> about 11-15, Okay. But don't forget this. None of us know what's going to happen in that ballgame. No, no. Okay? So three things can happen. They can win. That's fantastic. Everybody will go crazy. They could lose. If they lose, there's two other things that could happen. They could either got, get into the playoffs or not get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But no, what? no matter what that scenario is, this team is – you just said it. Mm-hmm. This team is ahead of where they – would be, should be, could be, next year yeah. is when this team, and I've lived it, mm-hmm. I know what this team is and where it's going, and yeah. that's what you're talking about. You know where they're headed.
3: Yeah. It's more than you most out there could have imagined, could have asked for. You know, the, the running line that I always have is, you know, get me to the fourth quarter when they cut off the beer cells. Be competitive. Be competitive. And, heck, they were. They, 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 they've now taken you to a finish line of a season, okay, of a season. Compared to, you know, well, December was all about the draft uh, for so many so
4: many. Here's years. what it is, and I'm going to ask you this too, Coach. Here's what it is. You have fans now expecting them to win games. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Dave, so when that community in Dallas, and they were on some tough times before you guys got there, when they started expecting to win games, then it got different, right?
7: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. That's what makes this team – probably different a little bit than even 2017, because in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, and I wasn't here at that time, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, they, they won games.
3: They got on a roll early. Or,
7: yeah, you know. yeah. This team, after the first eight games, Woof. nobody thought anything was going to happen. Yeah, right, and then right. all of a sudden it's exploded. And that's why this is so different. You know, this is something special if they can pull this thing off for sure.
1: So X's and O's Saturday, Coach Campo. You gave us the pep talk. Now give us the breakdown. (laughs) What do the Jaguars have to do to ensure you're not eating a BLT with extra mayo on Saturday night? Yeah, but
7: let me – I'll tell you this. uh, It's all about the run. It's about the front. And and that – the biggest part of it is the run. They have to stop the run, and they have to be – able to stick with the run on offense no matter what happens. Because the, Jag- the
1: Jags or the Titans? Both. Both. Both teams. Yeah.
7: Stop, the, stop the Titans and then run the ball. Because yeah. if you remember, yeah.
1: the Jaguars, I believe it was Travis Etienne, only had three yard, or 33 yards excuse me, against Correct. the Titans last time out.
7: But how many times did he carry the ball? He did carry the ball enough to keep the game rolling. And that's to yeah, me. 17 carries. That's enough. You know, 17, 20. Even if you're not making a lot of yardage, as there. long as the rest of the right. game is right. going the way you want it. Right. And th- their back end is not good enough if Trevor is on and the receivers are, are do- not dropping balls, are catching the football. So, to me, you win the in the trenches. We've got to stop the run uh, and, and uh, force the quarterback to do some things. And that's the only thing that's given them hope, in my opinion, that they're going to – bludgeon us about 50, 35 times with right. the run at 30 times with the running back and that the quarterback is going to be good enough mm-hmm. that he can keep the game moving. So, you know, I'm looking to, you know, for us to uh, – we're going to have a good game offensively, and that will, that will win the day if we can slow down the run.
3: Last week, okay, just a little bit of a dull game offensively. Let's just describe it as a little bit of a dull game. Even though they won big – and they closed out a team that they hadn't beaten in nine previous tries. It was a lousy team. Uh, did that maybe just kind of just yeah just kind of pinch them just a little bit? Like oh you, you you can't guarantee anything. You need to go out and have a crisp offensive performance.
7: Yeah, and that's every game, and and especially one that's uh, you know uh, you can say whatever you want, but their defense is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know I mean overall right, uh, and uh, you know especially if you get too many third and longs. You know they have some pass rushers, especially right. with Simmons coming back. And, yeah, you know they Even he's limited, free, you can
3: expect him to be back.
7: Yeah, and and so uh, you know to me this game is one you don't ne- really have to do anything that you haven't done. Mm-hmm. Just execute what you have, and I think they'll. I think D- Doug Peterson will have a good plan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the defense will have a good plan. And just go out and play football. You're the better team on paper, and now you got to prove it.
1: One last question on the Titans, only because I know obviously they're getting a couple guys back in the secondary, and that's your area of expertise, Coach. Christian Fulton, Amani Hooker, what have you seen from those two guys who didn't play the last time these two teams faced that could present some challenges for Trevor?
7: Well, they're better. I mean, you know, they're decent players in the league. I don't think that they're anything spectacular. Uh, to me, it's it it comes down to – you know you're going to win the game with play action passing that's my the i i feel like that's this team's strength and the receivers can get open mm-hmm. and if if you know trevor takes care of his own business it really doesn't matter necessarily the one-on-one coverage as much, much as it does him recognizing him being able to execute uh be decisive in what he's doing and he's going to have to get on the move probably a little bit our offensive line has done a great job but you know, they do have some good pass rushers.
3: Yeah, you, you figure the way they have limited it, Coach, and I, I fully believe that you take two things that have happened, and you and I talked about this on our podcast and then right here on Primetime. The quick release that Trevor has has really, really flourished with, it makes that offensive line so much better. Their their block rate right now is up. They've, only, they've yielded less than 30 sacks, and it's because of how quickly he's getting rid
7: of them. Absolutely, and that's, uh, you know, a credit to their coaching staff because – we know, as Denny Thompson said, which we've mentioned a number of times, one of the uh, technique situations with Trevor was that he was overstriding a little bit, mm-hmm. and that causes the ball to go high, but it also slows down the release. Well, they've fixed that. You know, Now he has a short, quick delivery. He's got the ball where he wants it to begin with. Uh, that's made a big difference. I think that helps the offensive line uh, considerably for sure. So,
4: so you have clear tendencies right now from that last game. That was not even a, a month ago, right? Like a little over a month ago, yeah, there, a little there, over a month. Yeah, six are, weeks we're talking. There are clear tendencies from that game. Do you 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 got to switch right? Like you're not going back in with that similar game plan, are you? Oh
7: well, no. I think I think you have to have you know you approach every game differently. Even though it worked, even yeah, though what you did worked. Well, yeah. No, it's the only time you can ever do that is when it's a Sunday Thursday game, right? Where you don't have any time in between to really tweak your game plan a whole lot. You run the same plays, you might change up the formations that you're running them out of or whatever. Uh, But they have the time this time around. You know, I I got a little upset, you know, that they were having to play on Saturday. But a Saturday night game is not all that much different than a Sunday at 1 o'clock. What's the difference? You know, just maybe a little bit extra time on the practice field. But I think this team's ready. So, uh, you know, to me it's not an issue.
3: All right, Coach. We will see you at 8 a.m. at tailgaters. Even though it doesn't start until till three on Saturday, but you you're that fired up.
1: Three o'clock the show. The gates open at one. Yeah, okay. I may arrive, and Coach Campo may already be out. I
7: may I be may be there. (laughs) You know, I'm looking forward to this game, no question. All right,
3: thank you, Coach. (laughs) Uh, That is our head coach, Dave Campo. Don't forget Campo and Joe podcast. You can definitely check that out. Uh, We've got news that you're going to want to hear, but we also want to make sure you hear from this young.
0: Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com careers,
3: equal opportunity employer. Lauren Brooks, The Frangie Show, getting ready to roll. You guys are a day away from a huge pep rally tomorrow at strings which will be fun but today will just be just as fun getting ready for this game
5: absolutely we are ready like coach campo is and also greg mcgarrity is going to join us at 240 and take a victory lap since obviously notre dame south carolina was such a success and he is the executive director absolutely of the tax Slayer gator bowl so we will talk to him and we will get you ready for the pep rally and obviously the actual game itself
3: yeah don't forget pep rally at strings tomorrow
5: that's right first 100 First 100 people T-shirts. get a free T-shirt, yep, and you're going to want the T-shirt. It is a teal T-shirt, and it has something about the Titans on it. That's all I'll give away, thanks uh-huh. to our friends at Big Chief Tire. And then, of course, we're just going to have a whole lot of fun.
3: All right, sounds good. you got a chance to win club seat tickets. All right, be listening to Franchise Show too. coming up next with Lauren, Frank, and Hayes along with Agent Gibbs. That just happened brought
0: to you by Florida home AC the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars
1: University of Cincinnati doctors are currently meeting with media members obviously outside the hospital where Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills is still in critical condition according to Coley Harvey who has been covering this entire story masterfully for ESPN the doctors say that last night is when Damar Hamlin first woke up again he responded to questions from the doctors and he even asked who won the game
3: yeah, I, I love that. When I read that, I'm like, that's very cool. And Coley did want to qualify and clarify. He did not speak, but was communicating with a pen and writing. Uh, and just the fact that he is able to write. Uh, and and then Coley finishes up a suite, and they answered DeMar, uh, yes, you won. You won at the game of life. That's nice. I mean, honestly, that's, that's unreal, a feel-good uh, thing for sure. You know? So.
4: 72 hours after he has a massive heart attack, he's writing. Yeah, right. That's unreal.
3: Yeah, and so you just hope for the best in uh, technology, medical advancements. It's all there and cooling off the body and getting uh, getting to him as quickly as they did with trained people on both sidelines ready to act. That is, uh, that is something else. All right, we are out. Uh, we will be back at noon manana and start thinking about some of your best pop-off calls tomorrow as we get fired up a day away from the Jags beating the Titans and taking the AFC South.